And I say, let the conversation begin. Hello, welcome back to the Chattahoochee Podcast, episode 29. Been a long time, glad to see your face. I bet you thought we were dead. Yeah. <laughs> so did the president's enemies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Five points if you can tell me what that's from. <laughs> Free sticker. Free sticker, coming your way. <laughs> But really, the five points—that's where it's at. You could just—you could just ask for ten points instead and no sticker. But it's your call. Yeah, it's up to you. Balls we're, in your court at this yeah. point. We're keeping <laughs> keeping track of the score. <laughs> Man, it really has. It's been forever though. We've been like just busy, and this time of year always too. It's like oh, yeah. it's like oh, it's cold. It's winter. Things will slow down. I won't be as busy. That's not true at all. Turns it's out, not. especially <laughs> when it gets dark at four thirty here in yep. southern West Virginia. Like, <laughs> Like let's let's get all our farming done before yeah. dark. Yep. <laughs> we uh, last time we 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 heard from you guys, or I guess last time you heard from us was the uh, the Reba episode or the bonus episode, rather. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. It was an experience. We just had to take some time to recover. You know. Yeah. Our body was just spent. Well, I mean, we we took uh, each each of us took two days. We we wrote down her set list, and each of us took two days per song in her set list just to process. And yep. That's really mm-hmm. that's really where we've been. It's taken this long, and uh, I mean, we've we've wound up feeling fancy. So yeah, I came out on the other side of Survivor. <laughs> Did, would you say your hands were more gentle? I'd than say they were more gentle, more soft. <laughs> but your heart, oh, I, I feel like a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like a corn dog too. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> she needs her own signature corn dog. So she... uh, what, she's of all like the brand partnerships she has with like Justin Boots and everything else. Like she's missing a very opportune window there. What if? Because um, there was a. Uh, I wish I. I wish I had a bag of the uh, the Reba Fritos. Yep. Imagine Fritos breading around the corn dogs. That's yeah. Copyright, copyright, copyright. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's got to go through us now. Yeah. Yep. Glad to do business with you, Reba. Chattahoochee Podcast featuring Reba's State Fair corn dogs <laughs> with Frito breading. We're going to have those in every store. Yep. <laughs> Man, I feel like, um, okay, so we're talking about Allison Krauss tonight. We have been, I think you could take little snippets from most of our episodes mm-hmm. and you could almost make a whole Allison Krauss episode. There's a good chance. That's yeah. how many times we've re- referenced how much we love yeah. Allison Krauss. It's probably best that there was the little bit of a break in between this because it's a draining, not a bad experience, but emotionally draining sometimes to listen to a lot of Allison Krauss over oh, multiple days at a time. You know which which Allison Krauss songs are sad, the best ones. Yep, so. all of them, yeah. <laughs> Man. But uh, you know, 
here we are again, Caleb. This is our this will be our second Thanksgiving as a podcast. This and, is exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is exciting. Which, you know, that means, you know, Santa Claus is right around the corner. He's coming to town. Yeah, he's coming to town. And it's never too early to prepare for Christmas. And he's coming in a pickup truck, too. Yep. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> when he visits you and me. Alan Jackson and some chipmunks told me. <laughs> if you can take anybody's word, yeah. it's Alan Jackson and um, <laughs> F-150 full of chipmunks. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you had the choice, Ford F-150 or trusty sleigh. So. <laughs> but you know if you're preparing for the holidays it's never too early now to start jamming our christmas top 40 playlist from last year man it's so good it is it is so good does that bad boy off start spinning it i already have been yeah i have not <laughs> i've not been brave enough to get back into our mary or jerry playlist that was a good one that that yeah. handful of songs we had yep but yeah we'll We'll put those back back out there when when the time is right, but I'm I'm just feel a little bit thankful, you know, feel a little bit thankful. Me too. Thankful for you guys. We just um we just passed forty one hundred downloads. That's so awesome. That's pretty That's, big I'm, for us, you know. It's uh makes my heart happy because yeah, wow, y'all are great. Yeah, they say um, that most podcasts never. Make it past 10 episodes. Look at us. Hey. 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 Look at us. <laughs> Look at us, Vince. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is episode 29 going on 30, which will be the big Christmas episode. Yep. So yeah, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen and spread the word. And yeah, we're just, we're feeling happy. We're feeling thankful. And um, yeah, if you're listening to this on the week it premieres, I mean, you're getting ready for that turkey. You're getting ready for that ham. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite? Do, do you have a favorite Thanksgiving food? Mm, let's see here. I'm always a big fan of the deviled eggs. See, they've grown on me. I, they? Growing up, I wasn't about them. Great. But now I'm about yep. them. I'm, I'm all about them now. Uh, also, always a big fan of the stuffing. Yeah, stuffing's good. It can be bad. It, yeah. Everybody, I'm sorry. Some, I feel like I'm going to hurt some mammoth feelings. 300 ways to make stuffing, and some of them are not the best. 298 of them are not the right yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry if, you're, if your mammoth is not one of the good ones. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm I'm a ham guy. Man, I, I like really? ham. Oh, yeah. I like some uh, thick cut or thin sliced. If I am the one cutting it, it's going to be butchered. You're going to have a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just pick your is poison. Is this a ham? Just pick your poison. I lean towards the turkey. Turkey guy? Yeah. Okay. Light dark meat. meat. Dark meat. Dark meat. Dark meat's good. Yep. I think it's good. Yeah. Gets a bad rap. I'm saving with chicken. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't mind. I don't mind the dark meat. It's good. Kind of getting hungry here, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> what have we done? Yeah. Speaking of being <laughs> thankful, though, um, yeah, something we did last year, you know, is express some thanks and, you know, try to be kind and put some good things out in the world. Do you have any anything you're thankful for in relation to uh, country music? You know, podcast? I am. I am. Um, I was thinking about this question earlier, and um, I'm thankful for live country music. Yes. It's something that 
the past couple years, us and nobody else really has been able to uh, no. experience. But I mean, this year alone, between between the two of us, we've seen Reba, Brooks and Dunn, Tyler Childers, Alan Jackson, yeah, and Soon we. To be. We we will be going to see the Judds in Charleston, West Virginia. Why not us? Hey, why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, and uh, I would, I would, Im- uh, sorry, I would imagine we will continue to do so. Yeah, it's like just came back full swing and just like, man, everybody you want to see is out there. For years, nobody good came. Nobody good in our eyes came through here. I guess maybe it's like the going without the concerts. Maybe in a lot of markets where they typically aren't big yeah. big shows that fill out venues is like drastically changed now. So they're like, oh wow, there's yeah. we can definitely pack a house here, and it, it's cool because I mean, originally Brooks and Dunn wasn't supposed to bring that tour to Charleston. No, like that was like a pre-COVID kind I, of thing. Yeah. And um, I remember looking at the um, the dates, and they were not coming close. I was willing to go. I was willing to yeah. travel to what see them. What was the closest? Probably like Lexington or Tennessee, like Raleigh, North Carolina, Raleigh. or something like that. When at the time we were looking, and then of course everything got canceled for almost two years. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then you know they made the stop in Charleston, which was phenomenal. And then. Um, Reba did the same thing. Reba hadn't been to town in years. Many years. Man. Man, oh man. And uh, yeah, they, they expanded the, the Judd's farewell tour as well. That was just supposed to be like a handful of dates, and yeah. they opened it up as well. I feel like every artist that comes here that performs really well, it's immediately like everybody else is like, oh yeah, we, we should we should stop pit stop here for sure. Yeah. We forget about Terry Clark too. She was good. She was great. She yeah. was good. I've, I, I remember that that fondly that was that was pretty cool that's one that i didn't expect to love you know yeah as a live act you know but very good very good add that one to the to the list of um shows that we are thankful for lucky us yeah yeah absolutely kind of in the same vein i'm just real thankful as a whole for like just um the country music and folk scene i guess just in this past year yeah. like i feel like there was such a drought for a long time where there was just not much quality music being made yes and then and still now you know like i guess like mainstream nashville kind of has a thing they're pushing more than anything and it's not so good but it's getting yeah. to the point now to where like people are seeking out the actual good country so heavily like it's kind of hard they look kind of ridiculous yeah. in, in ignoring it the uh the other day, Alan Jackson was presented with like the Willie Nelson Lifetime Achievement Award or whatever. Did you cry? I didn't cry. Yeah. Not like I did when he played Blues Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean that was that was a touching yeah. thing that happened there. But um, you could see in that moment that, like I told Kelsey, we were watching it the other, and I was like, the other country and i'm using air quotes right now country <laughs> music artists that were in that room at that time like watching him play <laughs> had to have been like man i'm terrible yeah i am awful yeah, just like how so- am i a country music artist knowing uh, that this is what country music was just a not long ago you know it's the immediate self-awareness of like i am a sham <laughs> <laughs> i am a fake i'm a fraud and i quit 
<laughs> but I I don't know. I feel like there's definitely like a like a resurgence, I guess you could say, of good country music. Yeah. And I think it kind of started as like a small thing, but I think I don't know, for the first time in a really long time, I think there's there may be more good country music than there is bad country music. It's about time. It's about that time, man. It's about time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, we're thankful. I guess we could also be kind and put some good things out there and say some nice things about <laughs> maybe individuals who we may or may not always be very fond of. But plot twist, we'll, we'll pick for each other, you know, to really push the envelope of sharing kindness. <laughs> This is hard. Yeah. Okay. This is this is not an easy task. Gonna go shoot ahead and first hit, here. Go ahead and hit me with it. I'm okay. Ready as I'm gonna be. Jason Aldean. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> I knew you weren't. <laughs> um. <laughs> Your heart's just so full; it's hard to put it into words. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a warehouse. <laughs> Like mentally, and I'm searching for a file in a cabinet that is on the complete other. Like it's 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 a hard it's a hard thing to find here. Okay, mm-hmm. Jason Aldean. He has a good <laughs> he has a good song. Why? Yeah. Oh baby, why? That's a good song. Yeah. He has a good song. That that's a good song, Jason Aldean. Are you sure you don't mean Hicktown though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's the best I can do. <laughs> that's I, that's pretty good. I'll be honest, given given what you got to work with. All right, I'm not going to make this any easier on you than you made I'm it. I'm dreading day. it. Okay, Trace Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man. Eight-year-old me would appreciate. (laughs) Would appreciate and have respect for Trace Adkins. Um, This Ain't No Thinking Thing was a good, catchy tune. Every light in the house is on. Uh, Yeah. Kind of gimmicky, but a good song. Okay, how about the I left something turned on at home? Bad song, good song. I honestly think it's good. I'll I'll lean good. Yeah. That's one of his top three good songs. Yeah. That might be <laughs> it would I can't wait till we get to that episode. Let me tell you, I'm so excited. That's gonna we be are... much like the, the the Toby Keith episode where we're gonna do both. Like Yeah. Or yeah. what are our tops and what are the bottom of the, the barrel. Bottom. <laughs> you know what I thought you were going to say though? What? I thought you were going to say, eight-year-old me would have loved your ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that too, yeah. You have a great ponytail. You're very tall. Yeah. That's Vertically gifted. <laughs> that's, that's all we got for you. We did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Good tidings. That's tough. That's tough. So, um, since, um, let me think, I get what has the new Tyler Childers record come out since we 
put out a full episode last? Yep, I think the last episode we did, the Monday it dropped, that following Friday at the end of the week, that album came out. That's oh man. So we've had a good while to uh, to sit with that. I guess it would be fitting, given our listening experience, that we should. Uh, you want to chat about it? Let's do it. Let's talk Some about feedback it. or review. Let's do it. See, if you've been living under a rock, what we're discussing is uh, Tyler Childers' Take My Hounds to Heaven. I'm so excited. Yeah. (laughs) All right, you want to go track one? Yeah, let's open her up. First of all, the the first thing I heard from it, like they they out of the blue dropped the, uh, the music video for Angel Band. Yeah. Fantastic music video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. It's it's so good. Okay. So, Old Country Church. Great. Oh, man, I love it. Yeah. I think it's really good. Uh, I love the opening where it just opens up with the organ build. And it just kind of, it drops into a groove that just continues and carries from song to song throughout the whole album. Like it's found yeah. this little niche spot of what they're building and it, they just do a good job of keeping it chugging along throughout the whole album. It is wildly different than anything else. Number one of, of Tyler Childers yep. whole catalog. And number two, it's just different than anything else that's big yeah. right now. You Was, know, yeah. it's, I know that they they have likely gotten some backlash because it's not like the stuff that everybody's used to hearing yeah. from Tyler Childers, but I think it's cool. I, I think too. it's cool. Yeah. Whether you like or don't like gospel music or old-timey music, I think this is a fantastic record. You it's, know? A, it's spectacular. And that's like, too, I don't know if you recently saw, like Kurt was talking about, like, there's a song that's really popular just like on social media. Is like the Jersey Giant song that he did a few years back. Yeah. And that he just passed off to another artist. I think his name is uh, Ellie King. I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you know, the statement with that was just kind of like, you know, like you grow and progress as a person and as an artist, you know, like sometimes you grow out of a song to where it's not, you know, right. really for you. And that's what I enjoy about the artists that I love also is just watching them change and develop and get better at what they're doing. And yeah. just see what they can do with their talents. Like that's one of the coolest parts. Like I love everything I've heard from the get go, and this included. Yeah, I mean, like that. I, I really do think if you play music for any amount of time, that's going to happen to where you're going to kind of grow out of. I mean, think about the band that that me and Caleb were in. At, started. Not, not yeah. the high school band so much. Well, I guess that one too, really. Just like an evolution of like preferred playing and sounds of like what, you know. Yeah. I mean, we were like a, like a, we were almost scared. like a power pop band. Yeah. At first, you know, and then all of a sudden we decided to be a hardcore band and yeah. we didn't play those old songs anymore. Yeah. We, we grew out of those songs, yeah. you know, not that they were good. They were great. <laughs> They were no, uh, they were no old country church, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> what? <well, laughs> this episode gets five hundred li- five hundred listens. He's dropping, <laughs> he's dropping the power pop EP. <laughs> if I can find it, yeah, it's, it's buried in the backyard. It's somewhere. <laughs> also, uh, old country church. You know, if you 
like for us too, I feel like early experiences with music was like a church environment a lot of times, like yeah. growing up here. So like very early exposure to this music and this sound. And it's just like a lot of times you'll find a lot of talented musicians in this yeah. uh, genre anyway. But like in thinking of like growing up at little churches and like a very uh, structured church setting to where like, you know, how things are timed out. We're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to play three songs and the fourth song is going to be uh, our fellowship song. And it always follows that format kind of like, right. how many places do you think of like adopted this song as like their fellowship tune? Like get her, go <laughs> hug your brother, hug his neck, tell him you love him. You know, like that, if I've, they have it, they're messing it, up. Yeah, you know? yeah. I feel like that's the transition that this is making. With my friends. Man. Yeah, that 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 needs to happen. Yeah. Followed by can I take my hounds to heaven? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's uh okay, track two, can I take my hounds to heaven? Genius song. Beautiful. Chef's, so Chef's kiss. It's just it's amazing. So good. How many people from this area did you instantly think of? When the first time you heard this song, like I could see this being the prayer of many people we have come in contact with. So many that I couldn't see them fitting all in one room. Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, man, I really dig like just how clear the tone is on these and how much like the clean picking stands out off the track. Like it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we, uh, we didn't mention, yeah, which if you guys are f- already familiar, you already know this, but it's like a three-part record. Which yeah. I didn't know that was going to be the case. Yeah, know? it's really cool. It's it's really cool. I guess like the first one's if like his band, like basically like the raw version, and then mm-hmm. the next one is like the like the added instrumentation and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of like uh, horns and strings. Yeah, that's... Which one do you prefer? I go... I have... It varies from song to song. Gotcha. Okay. For me, I like the like the raw kind of one, but I know what you're saying. Like some of them have elements in the song that the other one doesn't. It's kind of like uh, I guess what I've I've seen some people refer to it as kind of like uh, a Dixieland jazz, like with oh, the horns and the okay. strings in there. That's cool. That's cool. But I will say, speaking of this song, "Can I Take My Hounds to Heaven," you really shouldn't worry. When I was a child, I saw an animated documentary that clearly stated that all dogs do to go to heaven. Well, there you go. They confirmed it by making a sequel. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's good. Questions answered. There yep. you go. <laughs> Can we just send him the link to the Wikipedia page for all dogs go to heaven until he re- responds yeah. to one of us? He's like, yeah, he's gonna respond yeah. with a restraining order. Yeah. Like, I don't know why these these idiots from Logan keep sending me the all copy. Dogs, <laughs> all dogs get my address. Yeah. <laughs> I just asked this old boy at the old country church to get me your address. Yep. <laughs> Gotta take my hands to heaven. It's he is really really good at like adding elements of comedy. In his songs, yeah. to the point where it doesn't sound silly or goofy or a joke. It's just like like we talked about this before with like Willie Nelson. Like he can put like really funny stuff in his yeah. songs, and it's just good. You know, it's like the common uh, saying or phrase in Appalachia, like the "wake up in the morning and follow you to town." 
Yeah. It's like, hey, but if that's true, you're like, I'll be, I'll be there. <laughs> so moving on to track three. Track three. Two coats. Okay. I will say I was a little bit disappointed at first when I heard two coats. The lack of the vocals. Yes. Yeah. We were both like pre-excited when we saw yeah. the track list for this. We're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. Like That's a song that I did from the age of like 12 to, I don't know, 16, 17. Yeah. Heard a billion times, like played in churches and yeah. stuff like that. And it, I mean, it's a, it's a cool song, you know, two coats were before me and older than new. Yeah. And then, um, if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, go look, go to Spotify or whatever and look up Patty Loveless's version of two coats. Yep. It's fantastic. That is what I expected. I did not expect an instrumental track. Yep. And typically, I'm not one to gravitate towards instrumental tracks a lot of times. Right. And like I was with you the first playthrough, I was like, oh man. It's like, here it comes. What, here what comes the vocals. Here what a shame. I was kept waiting and waiting. But like, honestly, like by the second or third playthrough, like, man, I really, I love it. It's just a jam. It's a cool jam. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, how like, if you've seen like, this, there's a rising popularity of people like really into like lo fi beats just yeah. for like chilling out. This is like more of this would be like what I consider like my Appalachian lo-fi beats. Like yeah, this is what I want to okay. listen to and yeah. chill out. Yeah, this is a nice background to whatever you're doing. Yeah. That's good. Okay, moving on to the next track. Purgatory. This was an old Tyler Childers song. Had a whole record named after it. Yep. Okay, if you had to choose this version or the original, which one do you pick? I'm going to go specifically Jubilee version of this. Oh, more so than the original. Yep. Uh, oh, see, I like the original better. Really? And I don't know why that is. I love the song as a whole. I like both versions a lot. Maybe it's just where these are newer renditions. Yeah. But also just this track as a whole, I was like, man, there's what's there to improve on this? You yeah, know, like it was right, a great song. Right. I mean, how can you beat the line... You reckon he lets free will boys that's, poke around in purgatory? That's one of the one of the definitely like goes <laughs> on the list of like best lines written. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I just love like the way they like slow down the pacing, and it has this like that guitar riff is just real catchy the whole way through. Yeah. Like you kind of catch yourself like humming it yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, the mo that that line that you stated, and also just like. As a lyricist, like the, uh, will you pray for me when the roots of the oak in my ribcage are braiding? Like, <laughs> how do you do that? Like, come on. How do you come up with that? How do you come up with that? It's so it's good. In, it's it's insane, man. Tack on. It's good. Fantastic song. It's very good. Okay. Next song. My favorite track on here. Way of the Triune God. This is one to open up the pit, man. Man, I love it. It's so good. Well, go, if you haven't heard it, I'm sure you have, but if you haven't heard it yet, go find um, the recording they did of this at Red Rocks on YouTube. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Yeah. They had like the like the gigantic band with them. They were all, he was like wearing a suit and all that stuff. But, man, this song rules. 
Yeah, they really like um, suit the vibe of what they're trying to do here. Like, it sounds very much so like if you were listening to like a Southern gospel group or like you were in a church that had like a really good like country church band, like yes, like very full. Like, there's just the whole congregation singing. Like, man, they just it's great. Yeah, it's just like the perfect <laughs> amount musically and vocally of like country twang on everything. <laughs> the amount of great background vocals to open the song. Oh, I love that! Like from the very first time I heard it, like I am all the way in. This I'm is fantastic. All about those southern gospel harmonies. It's that's the <laughs> bee's knees. They even had the bass in there. Yeah. the bass vocal. <laughs> I guess they called that a baritone. I don't know. He didn't look like a bear. I'm not a choir director. I'm a podcaster. (laughs) Sometimes. It's been a minute. (laughs) Way of the Triune God. It's, man, there's just so many good lines in it. The, um, okay, we'll, we'll talk more about this later, I'm sure. But this could be played, okay, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? You know, when they have the, um, the big thing, the big political rally yep. thing, stuff like that. This could easily be the song that they did instead of a man of constant sorrow. Easily, and easily. it would have been, it would have played, yep. you know. It fits. <laughs> yeah, oh man, favorite favorite track on here. It, I think it has become one of my favorite Tyler Childers songs. Yeah, because it's just so good. Okay, next track number six, Angel Band. This one kind of, because the first time I heard the song is when I also saw the video. Uh-huh. The whole experience, I I didn't know that this was what it was going to be. Like, I yeah, did not know what to At that point, expect. it was like, what are we getting? Yeah, and all of a sudden, you get, like, like the kind of gospel song with a complete different feel, but he's still got these <laughs> sweet country riffs in yeah. it and stuff like that. Like, what? Like, what are we witnessing right now? This is amazing. Yeah, it's just like, it's just beautiful. That's the best word for it. Like, it's an awesome track. And two, like, back to him, like, just as a songwriter, like, not only is it one of those things, like, he paints a picture, I feel like he's so good at sharing what's in his imagination when he's writing these. Like, it kind of, like, drops you into, like, you're seeing it as he wants you to see it. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah, that, I don't understand. It's that's <laughs> that's like pure talent. Something in the water over there. I'm telling you, some some of that Kentucky water. Yeah. It's like L eight one they drink, I bet. Yeah, that's 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 what we're missing. We've been missing our whole yeah. life. So if you're out there, L eight one, you want to sponsor our podcast. Yeah. With L eight one, yeah. I will accept payment as L eight one. Yeah, we'll pay him out. I don't want your money, okay? Yeah. I don't want your money. <laughs> Even if it's just like a 12-pack of L81. We just want L81 we'll yeah. as much as we can get. <laughs> Do you remember the year? Uh, okay, we've talked about playing the uh, Ichthys Festival. The I don't remember if it was the first or second year we played. We was, went was there Club. anybody there or was there nobody there? That's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like there was a handful. So yeah. It must have been the second time we yeah. played. <laughs> We we thought we were going to be smart. We were like, okay, we're going to go to Sam's Club. I think you and Kelsey ended up going and stocking up for us. Yep. So, and in the uh, the Sam's Club in South Point, Ohio, which was close to where we lived in Huntington, 
you could get the big, like, 36 glass bottle yep. of L81, which at the time you couldn't find it in West Virginia. Nope. You really couldn't find it in Ohio other than at this Sam's Club. Yep. As far as we were concerned, we, we didn't see it anywhere but in Kentucky. But we're like, okay, this will do us the whole weekend. A day and a half, 36 yeah, bottles gone. were gone, dude. <laughs> There's like five of us drinking L81. Went on a bender. <laughs> the sugar high. Yep. It's just delicious. Man, I love it so much. Out of a cooler, ice cold glass bottle of L81. If it's in a glass bottle or a can, I can drink it like room temperature. I don't yep. even care if it's cold. Plastic bottle. It's it's ginger ale, people. If you're wondering, yeah. <laughs> if you're wondering, it's it's the best ginger ale you've ever had. Yeah. And um, but I think it 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 it's the only one I've ever seen that has caffeine in it. Also. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So LA one, if you're listening, you can mail <laughs> mail those LA ones to PO box. <laughs> Could be the L eight one studio instead of the Tiger Bomb studio. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams, goals. How did we get here? Yeah. What are we talking about, Ronnie? We're moving on to track number seven, Jubilee. Okay, okay this one reminds me of um kind of what you were saying about the two coats instrumental. Yeah. It's kind of like a like it's a it's a background track. Yeah. You know? It's very like um uh, I don't know, like Stress reducing, anxiety reducing, just like very chill jams to like chill out and have some calmness to find some peace. Yeah. It's, uh, I dig it though. I think to me, when I listen to it, it kind of sounds like everything's kind of built and pieced around the fiddle. That's the thing that really stands out at the foreground yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I like it. I think it's good. And the closer, track number eight, Heart You've Been Tending. Ah. Man, what a closer, first of all. Like they really jam out. Like there's this progression of like staying in this groove or the you know, the pocket, as our friend Joe Crow would say. Yeah. Shout out Joe Crow. And they just like <laughs> <laughs> open up on this one. Like there's an electric guitar in there. There's I just feel like is wouldn't fit anywhere else, but it yeah. it works here as it kind of builds yeah. to a close. And with the keeping it in the pocket or finding the groove, that's I think that's my Next favorite part about the album, other than like the songwriting and his vocals, it's just the drums. They're just it's just groovy yes. all the way through. Drums and bass on yeah. this song. Oh my gosh! Just like the doom, doom, doom. Man, it's so I good. love it. The I, I I think the vocals are great and the lyrics are great on this song, but musically, I think it just it man they go for a walk on this one. It's they, so good. Yeah. Best way to close it out. Perfect. Perfect yeah. from. To me, personally, from start to finish, very impressed. Don't understand how people could be disappointed with this wonderful offering that he's brought us to our ears. Okay, so how do you feel about the um, the third version of the record, the Charlie Brown Superstar record um, part, I guess? I've listened a few times. Interesting. It is interesting. Not particularly something I would probably listen to as much as I listen to the other two versions. Right. Right. I saw um, one thing he was talking about um, 
which of course he he has such a way with words. You yeah, know, he was talking about he's like he likened it to when he was younger and they would find these old bikes like on the riverbank and stuff, and they would just like take them apart and put like basically build diff- completely different bicycles out yep. of parts. You know, he's like, and that's kind of how he felt about these these versions of these songs. It's like, he's like. Talking about how it's just that's so cool. That's awesome. That's such. It's that's a cool way of thinking genius. about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we want to do a score out of ten. So each give a ranking on a one to five. I'll add our scores together. Okay. Overall, I'm gonna say four out of five for me. Okay. What you got? I'm going to go five out of five. Hey, nine five out, out of, of ten ain't yeah. bad. Nine out of ten ain't bad. That is not bad. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be more than pleased to know that we've rated him so high. Yeah. <laughs> not that he was looking for our He was approval. waiting this whole time. No. <laughs> like, man, I hope we get a good rating. I'm nervous about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if y'all have been living under a rock, if you've not heard, take time, set aside, you know, an hour and just let her spin. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Okay, so I guess from here, Caleb, we could um, we could pick a couple of these songs to throw on our newer than nineties playlist. Can we please? I don't. We haven't put anything on there in. Uh, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been since, a long probably time. since we reviewed the John Anderson tribute. I think that was the last time we put anything on there. Dang man, that's when that's before it's twenty degrees outside. <laughs> that's been a long time. The sun went down at a normal time <laughs> before the darkness. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's pick a couple of these. If I were okay, I have a few more that I would like to add. But uh so I'll I'll keep mine to one song and no surprise, it'll be Way of the Triune God. Perfect pick. That's your 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 that's, one and that's only my one. One and only? Yeah, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna stick with that one right there. Okay. I've got two I'm gonna throw on there. Uh the Jubilee version of Purgatory. Nice. Big fan. Nice, very nice. And uh, first time ever for the Near the 90s playlist, I'm going to throw in an instrumental. I'm going to add two coats. Oh, boy. Yeah, for a jam for the people. Heck, yeah. Okay. Man, this playlist is, is so good. It's yeah. so good. It's one of my commonly listened to things where I'm just like, I'm not sure what I want to hear. There's good variety here. Just hit shuffle on that Shuffle boy. it. Just let it eat, man. It's got it all. Yeah, just let it go. So it's been a minute since we've put anything on the newer than nineties list. We got it. We should throw on some more tunes for sure. We've built some up. up. Yeah. I've, I've got so many that I've got probably got some in reserve here. I bet for next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. You want to lead off? You want me to take off? I'm going to, I'm going to let you. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I've recently somehow discovered a, um, a new, I guess the, it's a band, a duo, maybe. I think they're they're sisters. They're a group called Larkin Poe. Oh yeah, Have I've you heard, heard some of these guys. Okay. Wow. Okay, so I think that I read that they at one point played. Okay, so I believe they're sisters. One, like the lead singer, she plays lead like lead guitar primarily, like slide and stuff like that. The other one sings backup and plays like lap steel. Okay. 
and they are both very good at their instruments. So, so good. But, um, okay, they toured as musicians for Jack White not too long ago. That's cool. They, I think they played with Keith Urban on tour. There's like, uh, there was a lot of just a, a pretty hefty list of notable people they played so for and with. They probably know where the black top ends. They probably know. <laughs> they, they probably hated it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so the, this particular song that I thought was really good is Georgia Off My Mind. It's, man, it, it's really good. I mean, lyrically it's good, vocally it's good, but musically it's, man, it's fantastic. And the drums, of all things, are mixed so well. Mm-hmm. Like the toms and everything, how everything's mixed, it is such a good mix. I'm about some tom appreciation. Heck yeah. It, it was really good. Georgia off my mind. I'm well, going to check that out. Okay, for me, the first one I'm going to share is actually a song that you'll find is one of my top tracks on our regular top tracks playlist. Oh. It's a cover. Okay. Of a cover. That was our previously covered. It's uh Billy Strings, John Deere Tractor. Oh <laughs> Have man. Have you heard this? It's it's good. <laughs> it's really good. It's good. Yeah. Um of course, you know, I love the Judd's version. It is one of my top tracks. Right. But I think I found a new favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this man, this one is awesome. I really love it. It's very good. Yeah, you can find this on on his latest releases, which is uh Me and Dad, which is like a collection of him and his dad playing together like some old school bluegrass what what a cool cool idea yeah and there's a lot of great songs on there the yeah. whole thing's worth listening to i haven't listened to the whole thing yet but I, that this one is great yeah it's like you know just a new take on an old classic but still very traditional bluegrass but just in the billy strings way that he can just take it to another level because he's billy yeah. strings like yeah he's gonna make it unfair yeah that's what he does <laughs> yeah but yeah, check that one out for sure. I'm telling you, this playlist is getting better and better. Yep. No bangers only, no bad songs. Nope. Okay, my next one. This one actually came out at the perfect time for this particular episode. We have talked, and there's a couple. Actually, we have Caitlin Butts and Flatland Calvary on our playlist already. Caitlin Butts was one of the first people we put on there the very first time. Yep, yep, yep. And um turns out she and the singer from Flatland Calvary are married. Yep. And they just recently put out a um like an acoustic session kind of thing. I think it's called Sad Yeehaw Sessions. <laughs> yeah. But they together do an acoustic and dobro version of whiskey lullaby <laughs> this makes it easy this is also one of my newer than yes, 90s yes. yes man it's so good how good is this it's great like it it is all on its own aside from the original but does such a good job of like doing a good uh justice to the original like yeah i mean you're not gonna beat allison krauss's vocals ever yeah it, it's impossible but i like him singing the male part on it just as yeah. much as Brad Paisley, if and, not more, you know, like two very different voice between Caitlin Butts and Allison Krause, but both two singers that have incredible range. Yes, very much so. And let me just say that I think that 
her and Cleto are like adorable people as a, a couple. And I think they're the new power couple in country music. That's it. Yeah. That's it. She sings, because they put out, they recently put out a, a new thing too. Yeah. It's and like, she sings on it. Yeah. The songs to keep you warm. Yeah. And that's also good. Yep. That's also good. All right. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I did the last one. Okay. Well, this will be my last one because our, our last one was a shared one. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. Hear me out here. <laughs> Trey Sackins, Hillbilly Bone. <laughs> yeah. How'd you know? <laughs> my next song is going to be a Taylor Swift song. Is it? From her new album, but it's a cover oh, of good. one of her songs. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Had to preface that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's actually by uh, a dude I stumbled across on like uh, TikTok. It's been showing me actual music that I enjoy. Yeah. Okay. His name's uh, Josiah and the Bonnevilles. Yeah. Okay, okay. He does an acoustic version of this, which is like guitar and harmonica, and he just has a great voice for this song, and it's it's amazing. And I've never heard the original version actually, but I don't think I would want to after hearing this. I think this takes the cake for me. Nice. And what's the song? Uh, anti-hero. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's a dude that's just like in the last year, quit his full-time job and just pursuing his music completely independent, like recording, mixing, mastering all of this stuff. He Joe Diffied it. He Joe Diffied it. Nice. <laughs> Throwing it out. Pick up, man, baby. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but I think it's cool too, just the way he approaches it is like, it's Josiah and the Bonnevilles, but the mm-hmm. Bonnevilles for him is the community and the listeners. Oh, as part of okay, the experience. okay. Yeah. So, like, it's a very uh, fan-funded pursuit of his music, which is yeah. really cool. That That's is cool. That's an easy way to know that, like, oh, hey, I guess this is going well. People are responding. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And, like, if it's somebody that is a fan of him, you kind of can take some ownership in... Yeah. yeah, you know that that's cool. I like that idea. Yeah, very cool dude. Great, uh, very talented, obviously, and just singer songwriter, and also, you know, uh, audio engineer. Apparently, yeah. it, like his mixes are really good. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I'm excited to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. I have one more. Also, a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> it's called Tim McGraw. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing the other day. I'm I'm a, I'm almost afraid to bash Taylor Swift on a microphone because I'm, I'm I afraid mean, she's gonna destroy us, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like she is too powerful. It's kind of scary to me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I saw a thing the other day. It was like um, <laughs> just a fake country accent in a dream. <laughs> the Taylor Swift story. okay anyway my last my last offering to the newer than 90s playlist it will be an Allison Krauss song oh perfect yes yes and uh we we might have talked about this for a sec at some point in the past okay a handful of years ago she came out with a solo record and uh, and it wasn't her in Union Station. It was just Allison Krauss. It was yeah. a country record. She covered a song by Roger Miller. Oh, yes. I didn't know at the time 
that this was him. But uh, the song is River in the Rain. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful song. It is a beautiful song. And, um, yeah, this version is just nuts with her vocals and everything, you know? It is... Yeah, when I when I made that correlation too, it was just kind of like you know, also like Roger Miller. The, most of the things I've known Roger Miller for are like you know, <laughs> not that. If you've heard Roger Miller, you know what he's about. There's a lot of humor in his tracks. Can't change film with a kid on your back. No, nope. you know. Hey, but you can be happy if you're the mind too. <laughs> and also, River in the Rain. River you know? in the Rain. Yeah. You know. Um, man, you know what? Wild card. Just because I completely forgot about that album, I'll throw in one more newer than '90s track. Sweet. From the same album, Gentle on My Mind. Oh, the Glenn Campbell cover. The Glenn, man, that is such a beautiful song. Like It is. I can't explain it. I have no way to break it down to explain it, but like that's one of those songs that's just well put together and so beautiful that like I'm like, am I going to cry listening to this song? <laughs> like, this is amazing. Like <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really good. Man, it's 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 very good. That whole record actually is very, very good. Yeah, solid. But, um, okay, I think the version that I want to add, because the, the, the record itself has some live versions near the end, and um, there's a live version of River in the Rain, and I want to include that one, not like the album version, mm-hmm. but the live version to kind of showcase how much raw talent she has just so like how good her vocals are yep. like no you couldn't feel no an olympic size swimming pool like it's just too it would overflow you know Gosh. she's good she's good yeah that's that's newer than 90s and that brings us to allison Krauss. yes i'm excited man there's we just put so much i'm so excited there's so many new jams we just put on there that i'm get to enjoy now Yes. Yes. And if you guys haven't yet, if you are Spotify users, go to um go find that sucker on Spotify or newer than nineties and save that to your library and every time we add songs, you will automatically get them when you are online. It's ready for you. Jump out of bed and stumble in the kitchen and, <laughs> and just turn on, hit shuffle. On the newer than I playlist. I mean, if something happens and for some odd reason you would get tired of the top tracks, just throw on some newer than 90s. Yeah. Just throw on some newer 90s. Or now going into Thanksgiving, Christmas top 40. Take your pick. They're all hey. winners. Hey. <laughs> if you don't, uh, sorry, but this will here's coming for your family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Christmas. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get to that later, but I'm excited for Christmas. Okay. You want to you wanna lead us off here on discussing some Allison Krauss? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's talk a little bit of background on Allison Krauss. A lot of people know her as, you know, just the country music kind of superstar that has transcended genres. You yep. Know? But um, she started out young. She started very young. Very Okay, so Allison Krauss. So, um, with Steelkey Vocals, that everybody knows her for, warm personality, and her um, 
esteemable skills as a fiddler, Alison Krauss helped bring bluegrass to a new audience with music that stayed true to the roots of the style while adding appeal for country and pop audiences. Blending bluegrass with folk and country accents, Alison Krauss was instantly acclaimed from the start of her career. But it wasn't until her platinum-selling 1995 compilation, Now That I've Found You, that she became a mainstream star. Yeah, so between um, 87, when she debuted Too Late to Cry, and Now That I've Found You, she matured from a child prodigy to a versatile, ambitious, and diverse musician, and in the process, made some of the freshest bluegrass of the late 80s and early 90s. Later, with her appearance on the soundtrack to the film Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? and a collaborative project with Robert Plant called Raising Sand, she had won her recognition of mainstream pop audiences without compromising her musical ideals. So literally, she's done it all. Yeah. Well. You forget how good she is at fiddle because her vocals are so good. Yeah. But she's phenomenal. And then she fiddle. whips out a fiddle and you're like, she could beat the devil in Georgia for sure. Like, yeah, easily. Easy chance, dude. Like, get out of the town, bud. <laughs> if, you th- if you thought this idiot redneck walking around with a fiddle in the woods was good, wait till you hear <laughs> Alice <laughs> Krauss. <laughs> yeah, pick on somebody your own size, bud. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I bet you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player, too. <laughs> okay, verbal meme. You know the ones of... It'll be like a knight fighting like this gigantic monster. Yeah. It'll be so the the, the small little knight with a sword will be the devil, and yeah. then the monster will be <laughs> Alice <and> Krauss. Krauss. <laughs> 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 oh, they got me. Yeah, really gonna make that one when I get old. Yep. <laughs> oh. oh boy. <laughs> Oh, so before we bust into our top tracks here, was this uh, top tracks that was clear cut, or was there a lot of a lot of work to do to, to piece them in order? Okay, the last two, last two or three spots were very difficult to kick songs out. Very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because okay, we made the decision when we started on these to include her record from what was it 2000 2001 2001 just because we felt like it fit so well with the 90s stuff that it must be included yeah i mean there she has a lot of stuff after that that is also very very good yeah you know yeah because she's trying to like she'd made music you know 87 to 95 but like once 95 hit and she really hit the ground running like yeah there's just a ton of music released in the back half of the 90s and early 2000s from her yes but if you would like, I'll start this party, as I usually do, shocking y'all, yeah. ripping, off, ripping off Band-Aids. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, my first honorable mention, when you say nothing at all. I respect you. Okay. I respect I'm, we're, you. We're, start, I we're on good. Okay, good, okay. good. Say for a second. Yeah. So as most of you, I would hope, know uh, a classic Keith Whitley tune that she and Union Station recorded for the Keith Whitley tribute album, which we've discussed since the beginning of the show on the AJ episode. Um, and it was kind of funny because, like, you know, she had the opportunity to do this, and to her surprise, 
it found its way to number three on the charts. And at that point she didn't have a whole lot of like songs that had charted really at all. Yeah. So it was kind of like the labor label called her one day. It's like, Oh yeah. By the way, this is charting. It's, you know, it's like breaking into the top 10 <laughs> and she's just kind of like, what? Huh? <laughs> Wait, huh? Huh? what happened? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a fantastic song. It's a yeah, it really is. amazing Keith Whitley song. It's one of those rare occurrences here where I prefer the original over the Alison Krauss cover. Cause she's covered quite a yeah. few songs. Very well. Does she doesn't do a bad job, but it's also for me growing up one of the most played songs I ever heard on the radio. So like I, I don't think it's bad or it it's not trying to like throw it down the well at the bottom of the list here. Yeah, but I think it's just worn on me over time to where like I have other things I would rather hear. Right. I mean, if there's such a thing as a a mainstream Allison Krauss song, this is the one. Yep. You know. And we oftentimes, me and you, kind of lean towards a, the a, li, a little less known song sometimes, you yeah. know? But yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with all that. I think it is a fantastic, um, I think it's a fantastic tribute to Keith Willey. His awesome. version is the king. It's great. It's awesome. But hers is also awesome. Yeah. So. Okay. Number eight for me. This was the very hardest one to pick. Okay. Nice little bluegrass tune from early on. Every time you say goodbye. Oh, here you go. That's good. I think the chorus is what really did it for me. Like the chorus is just so catchy. And of course the the vocal harmonies and everything are just fantastic. And they, they you okay. So I've been thinking about this. When I say I like bluegrass, what I mean is that I like <laughs> Allison Krauss, Nickel Creek, Billy Strings. Yep. Like, I don't know. I, I think, like we were reading or talking earlier, like, I think she really did kind of change the genre a little bit or, like, at least opened it up. Expanded to it. different yeah. kind of elements that you wouldn't, maybe we wouldn't have previously found in a lot of bluegrass music that you use a lot of weird chord changes and like a, a lot of really like deep lyrical content and stuff like that. Yeah. Like really intelligent songwriting, stuff like that. Not that bluegrass people didn't, but I don't know. I feel that, that she just did a different, they just did a different, you know? And like, and I feel like, we should start calling it post bluegrass. You know, oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like post hardcore yeah. bands, post rock, yeah. post bluegrass. Now I'm just seeing a whole different <laughs> Allison Krauss and Union Station cover. <laughs> yeah, everybody's in black. If you couldn't guess, you know, <laughs> fitting for a genre, a genre, you know, very uh, emo. I guess you would say at times. Some, yeah, I mean, very sad. Very, very much so. <laughs> So yeah, that's my number eight. That's what I decided on. It could change tomorrow, but as of now, as of now, yeah. Okay. Uh, next honorable mention for me, number seven. I've got that old feeling. That's one of the ones I kicked off for number. Oh, my number eight. it was tough, wasn't it? Yeah. It would be the title track for her 1990 album that also won her a Grammy that year for best bluegrass recording. Uh, it's man it's good yeah. it's one of those great songs you were saying like kind of showcases her range of being like an individual approach to her own bluegrass sound yeah and this one is 
a one that kind of leans more towards the traditional bluegrass sound. Yeah. Um, and the use of the dobro just that's what completes it for me. I want more dobro, bro. I want Jerry Douglas to play it at my funeral. <laughs> Please and thanks. Yeah. <laughs> a twenty minute dobro yeah. solo from Jerry Douglas yeah. at my funeral. Actually, <laughs> that's what I want. I kind of want to be there for it though. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get okay, up for that here's one. Here's what we yeah. do: we fake our death. Fake our death. We con Jerry <laughs> Jerry Douglas into coming yeah. playing a twenty minute dobro solo. At the end, we're like, got him, <laughs> got him. Thanks, man. <laughs> Best day ever. <laughs> All for the low, low cost and then of we like could a, die, and yeah. then he, he might actually kill us. Only cost us like maybe like 60 grand to pull this off. <laughs> we could probably just pay him like 60 grand. Nope, it's better <laughs> this way, I promise. The payoff's worth He's it. He's going to yeah. really feel it when he plays yeah. the funeral. <laughs> and then go straight to the courthouse and get a restraining order. <laughs> well, okay, what is a sadder instrument? Dobro or steel guitar? How dare you do this to me? <laughs> oh, uh, both have their own elements of sadness. They're both their 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 own unique sounds of sadness, while yeah. being very similar. Yeah. Oh gosh. Whew. Ask me after Jerry Douglas' funeral, Anna. Plays at my funeral. We'll we'll come back to it. Put a pin in it. <laughs> we'll come back that's, to that's maybe be the hardest question I've ever been asking my life <laughs> you just asked me a, like I was in trigonometry class and you asked me to solve an equation it's like I don't know I can't do this I can't do it <laughs> okay number seven for me one of these really sad songs we were talking about new favorite <laughs> yes Oh, is it not so sad yep very good album. This is one that really hits that uh, that post bluegrass feel. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's a lot of reverb in it. It sounds just different. Like, it's mixed kind of different for a bluegrass tune, you know. But at the same time, it has all those elements still in there. Yeah, and it's so cool. Solid you pick. Got a new favorite. It's good, man. I'm I'm a big fan. I think it's kind of cool that they named the whole record after this song. Yeah, it's not it's not a happy tune. It's not really a radio tune that you would hear. Yeah, like the like the structure of the song is a little different even, but I don't know. It's it's such a good song. Such yeah. a good song. Yeah, if that's a radio tune, like motor vehicle accidents go up that year. <laughs> yeah, you can see it in the data. A like, lot of guardrails yeah. being driven yep. through. <laughs> Like, I don't know. This guy looked like he didn't even try to stop. He, he was listening to that new favorite, man. Yeah. Oh, it explains it. That'll <laughs> he wanted Jerry Douglas at his yeah. funeral, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure he hears us correctly. I don't want you just there. I want you to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Presence <laughs> is cool. Playing better. <laughs> I mean, we appreciate the gesture if you yeah. show up, but it would be much cooler. Just a picture I have above my fireplace. <laughs> I must leaned up out of caskets with Jerry Douglas very confused. Like, we need to find the guy that painted the Birmingham for yep. Tracy Lawrence. He's been asked weirder stuff than this. He'll oh, paint yeah. that for us. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rounding out, we're on our last two honorable mentions here. Uh, number six for me. That makes one of us. Okay, I don't know this one. You don't know this one? I don't know. Okay, what record is this on? Um, this is on, oh, you asked me too quick. 
Oh, it's from the same album as uh, I've Got That Old Feeling. Nice. Okay. Um, I don't think as a whole, too, this album gets enough appreciation and play just because it's, you know, kind of pre the explosion. Yeah. Uh, but from the the first line of this, it's one of those ones where you're like, okay, I need some tissues. Like <laughs> one thing that Allison Krauss sells very well is sadness. Oh, yeah. As we're discussing. And that's what one of the, this is one of those. <laughs> like the lines on the course are, and that makes one of us not in love. And that makes one of us who can't give up. If you can walk away from the life we've made, then that makes one of us. Dang, and it's dude. just like nothing but utter sadness in yeah. her voice. <laughs> Fun fact, um, also written by Rick Bowles, who we would know from tracks like Down Home, where they know you by name. Nice. And Sammy Kershaw's Meant to Be. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Hashtag very... daddy stuff. <laughs> daddy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we're never ever gonna stop saying that no, if you haven't heard the sammy kershaw episode that bookmark that and after this <laughs> is over that's where you want to go yeah yeah <laughs> but watch out for that chevy van yeah <laughs> all right number six for me song you've already talked about okay when you say nothing at all okay Respect it. It's great. It, it's great. It's classic, but uh, not quite top five classic yeah. for me. Yeah, that, I think we pretty much said everything that, okay, actually, okay, I have one thing to say about it. Okay. Do you remember we would have been, this, our high school band, somehow we ended up getting asked to play this college thing at Alice Lloyd College. Yep. It seems like Zach or bass player Zach was like neighbors with a lady that did like the college radio stage. I or think something that's like that. it. Yep. Okay. So she asked us to come and play for, I guess just like an evening, like playing with their, just whoever showed up. I guess. I don't know. It was in their auditorium, stuff like that. Which that place, if you've ever been there, it reminds you of the Shire. Like, everything's kind of built into the side of the mountain. It's kind of like, yeah, you take a road into this little uh, hole between these two mountains, and there's just this little community and village there. Yeah. And we were like, I guess we were probably juniors at the time. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, they gave us a cabin to stay in that night and all this stuff. But, you know, we only had so many songs and they wanted us to play for a a good while, you yeah. know? So, um, we got done playing like our full band set and we decided, Hey, let's just do an acoustic set of not our songs. Yep. This was one of them. <laughs> the, we played a lot, a variety of things. We played that. Uh, we did, I'm pretty sure we did Skinnerd. <laughs> I don't know what song, but a Skinnerd song. Um, I think we also did the Goo Goo Dolls slide. <laughs> Why not? Not mistaken. Such similar songs. Yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> Are Goo Goo Dolls post bluegrass? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought the dude from the Goo Goo Dolls looked like the 
the dude from Final Fantasy VII. Like, yeah. He's the same person. Yeah, it's him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's okay. That's my number six. Yeah. I'm going to let you swing out here on the top tracks. Okay. Okay. So from... Okay, that, when you say nothing at all, for her was on the same record as this song, Baby, Now That I Found You. Okay. I love this song. Yep. It's, I love this song. The, um, the vocals, like the background vocals, the harmonies on this are perfect. Like, they're great. Like, her and Dan Tominski together is just another level of vocal harmony. But there's one part of this song that is really weird. You probably already know what I'm talking about. There's this little part before like the last chorus, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know who or what, (laughs) what engineer in the studio that day was like, no, I had this great idea. We have to do it. (laughs) And, when they say, I built my world around you, it's like a whirlwind of reverb just for a second. Mm-hmm. And it is the weirdest choice in a song, like especially like a like a bluegrass tune that I've ever heard in my life. He has like a, a file folder full of effects. He's like, I've been waiting like six years to <laughs> this use this one. Time. <laughs> I knew there was a moment for it. Build my world. Yeah, it's strange, dude. It is really strange. You'll if you guys go back and look, don't I mean the live version of course is perfect, but um listen to this record. Listen to the the album version of this and tell me how weird this <laughs> this whirlwind is near the end of this song. Twister coming through the studio. <laughs> but it's a great song. Awesome song. What you got? Well, my number five. I don't hardly know you, but I'd be willing to show you. Just let me touch you for a while. Great song. Yeah. Awesome song. Yeah, opening track from her album with uh, Union Station. We spoke up new favorite. And what a way to open an album, bro. An album. Yeah. But once again, more Dobro, bro. Please. That's all I want. <laughs> um, great song lyrically. And the dude that pinned this, Robert Castleman, also worked on a number of songs with her. Um, Restless, Paper oh, Airplane, Gravity. Those songs are yeah. great. Those are really, really good songs. I think it's some of the lines that really makes it for me and gives it a spot. It's the the flame no longer flickers. You're feeling just like a fool. You keep staring into your liquor. Wondering what you should do. That's, that's, that's poetry. No. Allison can show you. She can show you. She can show you. Man, what a song. Okay. Number four? Number four. Okay. This is a song you will remember from, uh, okay, when me and Kelsey got married, I sang this to her at our wedding, mm-hmm. looking in the eyes of love. What, you guys got married? You guys are married. You guys are married. Oh, I was there. I okay, you're just yeah. friends. <laughs> That's this is news to me. Well, yeah, Caleb and Clifton were my best men in my wedding, and I'm 
one of them handed me my guitar before I did it. Um, I made it from um, to the end of the song, you know, but it didn't sound like when Alison Krauss sings it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking in, in the eyes of love. So Damn. this one's got a special place, yeah. you know. Very, very good song. Patty Loveless has a version I'm not crazy about. Yeah. yeah, I'm not crazy yeah. about it. It's okay. It's Patty Loveless. So I'll tell you what you were missing, wedding. Had Jerry come on down, place. <laughs> come on in, Jerry. <laughs> Waiting on you, bud. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Jerry Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four for me. I got one from way back when, 1987, okay. the debut album. Nice. Songs for Life. Songs for Life. Okay, tell me about it. Um, beautiful traditional bluegrass. Um, it's like light and uplifting, and just like a very like uh, peaceful, happy vibes about the tune. Which is, if you're an Allison Cross fan, you know you take those when you can get them. They're few and far between. Most of them are. Yeah. Most of them are sad times. Oh yeah. But yeah, an, an underrated track for sure that probably gets tossed to the back end. But it's also cool too, just to go back and listen to that. And how awesome and amazing she was then, and how somehow over the course of you know, gosh, many many years, she just just continually got better and keeps getting better. Like as a performer, vocally, like her voice just doesn't stop. It's it's one thing to do a hundred takes of each song in the studio until you get it perfect, but the thing is her live vocals are perfect. Perfect. Like, okay, so I have gotten to see her two times. Once Lucky. with Allison, with, with the Union Station when I was in high school with my dad, which that was awesome, you know, yeah. seeing the whole bunch, you know. And then uh, a few years ago, me and Kelsey went and saw her in Charleston when she was touring on that country record she came out with. Mm -hmm. Both times, flawless. Absolutely yeah. flawless. That second time she, um, which she had a couple of the guys from Union Station as just like musicians playing with her and doing yeah. some backup vocals and stuff. But she had like piano and stuff like that as well. And um, covered um, Willie Nelson, Angel Flying Too Close to the Ground. Oh my gosh. That was a moment for me. That, that was bet. a moment, yeah. dude. That was like, okay, I could die now yeah. and be cool with it. This is this is about as good as it gets, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. She's just so good, and like she has such like a powerful voice. Oh yeah, you know, it's just crazy. Like the dynamics of her vocals, like she can, yeah, she can nail like all the like the really soft parts, but she can belt it out too, you know. It's one of those ones you like feel in your bones when she sings. Yeah. But she don't have to like carry Underwood and like sound Scream like the top of yeah. her head's gonna pop off yeah. at any given. It, it's just like effortless. It's crazy. So good. So where are we at here? Number three. Are we Number at three? We're at three. Okay. Okay. Speaking of covers, this is her cover of a Waylon Jennings song, "Dreaming My Dreams with You." It's good. It's so good. Um, the original's good, and I I take it Waylon's is the original. If it's not, then whatever. Yeah, he might not have written it. I don't know, but 
her version of this is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's so good. When she goes breaks into the someday. Yeah. Man, it's good. It's so good. I love it. Yeah, she's just like, You think you know what range is? Let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> Step back, Jerry. I gotta show him something real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ain't you got a funeral to play? <laughs> <laughs> I had just taken a drink of LaCroix. Oh, my God, yeah. And I just about spit it all over the computer screen. <laughs> oh, boy. What you got, number three? Uh, number three is one that you just recently mentioned. Okay. Looking in the eyes of love. Nice. Yeah. Keeping, you know, with uh, much like my previous track, the happier... Uh, lighter side of Allison Krauss. This one will spare you tears of sadness, but it you may likely still cry just because it's a beautiful song. Yeah. She's going to get those tears one way or another. It's like Andy Milanakis said, tears of sadness mixed with tears of joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she gets her power to keep perfecting her voices. She needs, she needs your emotions. <laughs> You're making her stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic song. Definitely yeah. deserving of a top track spot. Yeah, I agree. Number two. Here we go. Getting there. Keeping with the covers. Okay. One of the saddest songs I've ever heard in my life. Ghost yeah. in this house. That's that's a good one. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Well, I know we definitely talked about. Um, okay, so it was. Um, it was a Shenandoah song. They didn't write the song, but they were the ones that, you know, they had the hit with it, or at least some radio play with it. Yeah, it was uh, Hugh Presswood. Yeah, I think it's the song, composer. It's so good. So good. And um, I know we talked about, if you if you YouTube search her doing this live, she kind of has like a little story, which she's very funny. Yeah. Very, very funny. But, um She's talking about like the first time she heard the song played live. She said, "That's the worst thing I've ever heard. We have to do it too." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you listen to that one, uh, you won't pick up the mail. You won't answer the door. <laughs> you, you'll just assume be alone. Yeah. <laughs> with Jerry Douglas in the corner. <laughs> I just keep the lights Genius song and. I mean, okay, Shenandoah, it's it's good. It's good. It's good. And much like Allison Krauss, someone that can sell sadness with her voice, yeah. Marty Marty can too. Yes. It's just she, gosh, man, she takes it to a whole other level, man. Yeah. Like it, it kind of makes you wonder, like, okay, what if these are two flip sides of the same coin? What if this is like how, like, emotionally through music, how he feels about the way this has all gone down? flip side this is the way she feels oh, yeah it's one of those this is like they did a song together that's somewhere in the vicinity of the heart yes but why have we never gotten like them to get together and record a version of this together that's well, what that, i need. Mean. that would be top tier best duet ever oh man okay top two number two for me what you got uh from the album forget about it maybe uh-huh. Yeah, it's a it's a great song, and it's one of those that kind of shows uh, 
her range or a shift in sound, I guess you'd say. Yeah. It opens with more like classical guitar and like some strings thrown in there. While it still has like that bluegrass instrumentation like right. in there, but it's more of an it's more plays more of an accent role. Yeah. So that's pretty cool that like once again like she has the ability to just be like, oh, I can use these things, but let's flip the script and use them in a completely different way and mix it with these. Post bluegrass. Post bluegrass. Hashtag. Hashtag post bluegrass. Hit us with all your post bluegrass pigs. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what qualifies yeah. as post bluegrass. If you're throwing down in the pit to some Allison Krauss, like, <laughs> let's go. Hey, if you get uh, Dan Tominski, the boy who couldn't hoe corn, going, that's that oh, circle yeah. pit is going. Listen, Choctaw Hayride, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm going off, yeah. I'm putting holes in the wall. You know? <laughs> yeah, put all those sounds together with her voice. Yes. Great song. Yes, absolutely. And I'll do you a favor here. Okay. My number one is a ghost in this house. Oh, boy. Yep. So yeah. sad. It's, it is. It's a devastating song. And it's weird how, like, even then, like, sadness wins out. Like, that's my, it. it's so deeply sad. And I love it so much. Oh, yeah. I want to, <laughs> I'll listen to it and be like, yeah. that wasn't enough. I'm going to go one more time. <laughs> yeah, Let's go one again. More. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's as an experience i guess emotionally and feeling the song it's kind of like you're treading water and allison just tossed you like a half ton heartache and it sinks you yeah you could let go and come back up but it's it's just you can't like it's just that good it is speaking of letting go Uh uh-huh my number one also a cover. Yeah, I know. My top three were covers. Of- What's that say about how good she is? Though? Yeah, I know. Number one, this was the first I heard it was on, I think, Michael McDonald's first record, I Can Let Go Now. Oh, yeah. Wow. so good. It is another song that is devastatingly sad. Yep. It's his is like piano. It's awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael McDonald rules. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a given. But I think this was on his uh, Whatever It Takes, which has great. Keep not anymore. There's a lot of good songs yep. in there. This being one of them. But they just take it straight like um, just acoustic guitar riff and completely t- changes the feel of the song, but it does not take away the sadness. It is such a sad song, but vocally she kills it. Her range is phenomenal. Yep. It is just, it's ridiculous, dude. It's so good. Does she sing it in the style of Michael McDonald? That's what she does. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. I think that's what makes it so good. Okay, list of like top five biggest mistakes in her life is us not going to see Michael McDonald that time on there. <sighs> so stupid. How cool would that have been? We didn't go. So stupid. Probably because we were poor, I yeah, would I mean, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> but would have been worth it to sell a kidney or something. It's like, sir, I'll make you a proposition. You let us into this show. We can get Jerry Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask us to how. play a, a, a gathering of your choice. <laughs> Wedding, he's there. Funeral, he is he's there. there. <laughs> Don't ask us how we know. 
I can let go now. Is that a picture oh of you with, in caskets with Jerry Douglas? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> and what a top track list that is. We have added some more bangers yep. to to the top tracks. And again, if um, if you're new to this thing, or if you have somehow yet to save our top tracks Spotify playlist to your own personal library, now would be the time to now get be in the time. on these awesome tracks. If it's your first time here and you've had a great time hanging out with us, uh, stop what you're doing. Wouldn't care. Leave us a review. Five stars. Short message. Always appreciated. If you've returned from listening previously and have not given us a review, we'd be mighty uh, appreciative if you'd take the time to do that. Yeah, it would um, it would help us out greatly in the algorithm to have a nice rating and um, a nice review. Yeah. Just, um, I mean, even if you want to leave your your choices for post-bluegrass picks as as the <laughs> yeah. review on our iTunes, that would be great. Drop your favorite post-bluegrass tune. Yeah. Yeah, tag us in it. We want to hear it. I know that we missed a lot of songs. Yeah, we oh, there's know so that we much. Missed a lot of songs. There's so much. Let us know what uh, what are your favorites. First five people. Do you have a new favorite? <laughs> yeah. First five people to leave a review. Jerry Douglas. Jerry Douglas will be at your funeral and or wedding or baby shower. <laughs> They'll never know if we pay up on that deal either. It's a good thing. <laughs> never oh, no, know. I've heard. You'll never know. Um, okay, so Oh Brother, Where Art Thou was a gigantic movie. Fantastic yep. movie. How much did the presence of Alison Krauss and Union Station's music, how much did it boost how good the movie is? It was already good without it, but holy I moly. Played a big role, I think. It, you know, scene and setting is everything, and that just, one, just a great addition to the film. But also, that's at the time, that was like the soundtrack. Yes. Like the best soundtrack. I saw a fantastic post a while back. This this dude was like, um, so my parents were in marriage counseling. And uh, the, counselor, <laughs> the counselor asked both of them privately what was the last last good memory they had together. Both of their answer was when they went to see Oh Brother Where Art Thou in theaters, which is not only a testament to how bad their marriage was, but to also how good that movie is. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, okay, so the first time that that we saw them, they, their encore was they came out like side stage, huddled around one microphone, and did um, down to the river to pray. Oh yeah, which was great. Yep, like that's just, an experience. Just them, like however many, like three or four of them out there, just a cappella, just killing it, dude. Just bouncing off the the roof of the municipal auditorium. Yep. Just raw vocals, fantastic, so good. <laughs> well, 
I get, you know, next time you hear from us, we'll be prepping for a Christmas celebration. We're not going to tell you what we have in store, but it is going to be maybe my favorite episode ever. I think so. It's going to be very, very good. I'll say this. We won't have a hard candy Christmas. No. But we might have a cornbread Christmas. We might. We might. We very well might. Take that as you will. Yep. Take that as you will. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So excited. And we will only have one Christmas episode this year. We're not going to go through like a hundred Christmas songs again. It'll be a different vibe, a different feel, and a different uh, layout of the episode. But it will be very good. Oh, yeah. Very, very good. And, uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. Very much. Yeah, well, we we love you guys. We appreciate you. We're thinking about you every day and night. Yeah. When you're doing your Thanksgiving shopping this week, go ahead and grab some honey to leave out for Thistle Hair, a Christmas bear, to <laughs> protect your family. Get ready. He's coming. Not, not so much as a gift as it is like an offering to yeah. not yeah. devour your family. Yeah. <laughs> don't have that Christmas. There's a, uh, there's a, I don't know if you saw on YouTube, there's a a new season of Unsolved Mysteries. Episode eight is about thistle hair. I'm s- uh, <laughs> what? What? I know what I'm doing when I'm getting home. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can go look for yourself. I mean, you uh, don't yeah. have to believe me, but. Well, when we reconvene, we'll discuss, you know. <laughs> Was Thistle Hair a skinwalker? That's, I mean. Probably. Yes or no? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. <laughs> and we'll um, we'll be talking to you at Christmas time. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Love y'all.